Welcome to the When It Matters podcast brought to you by Kirkwood Bank and Trust. This podcast provides in-depth interviews with business owners and banking experts about how to better your financial health and be prepared for the moments that matter. I'm Brad Miller, Senior Loan Officer at our North Branch. Today's guest is John Lee, the owner of Bread Poets. John, thank you for being here. Appreciate you taking the time to come in and talk to us. Yeah, thanks for having so, me. First, can you share us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, uh, your background? Yeah, I'm a Bismarck kid. I grew up in Bismarck. Uh, my dad worked for the Department of Public Instruction for many years, and he took a superintendent's job in Upham, North Dakota. So that was right before my sophomore year. So mm-hmm. I have kind of a, a different story, but I, I grew up in Bismarck. I ended up uh, graduating from Botno High School, and then I uh, got my undergrad degree at NDSU, and uh, yeah, been happy to be in Bismarck ever since. Good, good. What does Bread Poet do, and how long have you been in the business? You know, we started out as a specialty bread company. We would just make five loaves of bread a day and one cookie, and uh, we've kind of added to our product line as uh, as things have gone moved on and progressed. Um, we now have a sandwich shop, and we have a big wholesaling business out to our supermarket partners. Uh, Dan Supermarket and the Cashwise stores here in town. Um, so I still consider us a, a retail over-the-counter sales operation, but there there are other aspects to it. You grind your own wheat and hand-knead your own bread daily. Um, what difference does that make in buying flour uh, or using machines? Yeah, so we get the wheat in raw uh, to our bakery. The, the biggest difference uh, that we see, and we started out grinding our wheat from day one, mm-hmm. was that uh, the wheat starts to break down 72 hours after it's milled into flour. Mm-hmm. So the oils start to break it down, it loses some of its nutrients and mm-hmm. loses a significant amount of flavor. So we always sought to capture the wheat uh, before that 72 hours was mm-hmm. up to, to maintain the freshness mm-hmm. and to, to give, a, give it a higher quality product. Mm-hmm. Um, so it definitely is something that, that you can taste. Okay. Yeah. Without giving away any secrets, uh, do you have any new products in the mill? Yeah, and I, you know, it's uh, it's not any secrets, I guess. <laughs> We're trying to pump it as hard as we can, but we we started making caramel rolls, which uh, I haven't done for 20 years. We uh, we have another product that's been our mainstay, the cinnamon log. So mm-hmm. I was worried about cutting into those sales, but the the caramel rolls we started making, they're a little different than uh, what everybody else makes, and that was important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- they've been going well. We also, I took a trip to Houston in January and was just blown away by all the kolaches down in Texas. So we make a Texas-style kolache that we, we rename Pockets uh, because people didn't know what a kolache was, <laughs> but we make a ham and cheese, a bacon, egg, and cheese, a sausage, egg, and cheese, and we do that uh, Wednesday through Friday. So we try to hit kind of the, the morning rush with, with those products. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, we're always looking uh, for other uh, bread combinations. Uh, one of the new ones we made was, we call it Mama Mia Chia, but it's a chia seed bread mm-hmm. uh, that's very much like our other grain breads, just a, a little different twist on it. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what's a typical day in the life of John Lee? Boy, I would like to know. Every day is <laughs> substantially different. As you know, Brad, yeah. uh, being a father and having uh, interests outside of uh, just the business, uh, days can get wild, especially during these times. But typically, I'm up at 5 a.m. I either go to the gym or I go to the store, depending on if they need me down there right away. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of my uh, job is really bouncing between the office and, and uh, the bakery during production and then bouncing between the office and uh, the sandwich table during our, our noon rush. 
Um, I usually wrap up my day around 2 or 2.30, and then I'm off and running getting kids and getting them where they need to be, and uh, every day goes goes pretty fast. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. From the time you started, how long did, did it take for you to feel like you were a, a mainstay or a part of the community with your business? I don't know if I feel like a mainstay yet, but part of the community, it really takes, I think, between three and five years where you feel like your brand has gotten out there and uh, people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say at about the 10-year point, I felt like, you know, there's a lot of people in this town, the majority, mm-hmm. uh, know about us, know what we do, know where we're located. Mm-hmm. Um, but when one of the challenges, I guess, when you live in a, in a town like Bismarck that's been growing and growing and growing mm-hmm. is you're, you're never uh, saturating the market with your brand. And there's mm-hmm. still people who don't know uh, Bread Poets or what we do, and I consider that a good thing. Mm-hmm. There's still people out there that we can win over with our products. Mm-hmm. What are some moments in the life of your business that really mattered to where you're at today? Boy, there's a lot of them. You know, the first was, uh, I'm just going to start from the beginning. So putting my plan together, uh, a lot of work. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big believer in business plans and a believer in uh, honestly reviewing the market and knowing if your product's Mm going to make it or not. And there's always so many unknowns. But but once we got up and running, I think the biggest uh, thing that really got our foothold in Bismarck was was when we started making cinnamon logs mm-hmm. and that was at about the six or seven month point wasn't something I envisioned when I started out uh, but got really excited about the product once we made it and it's it's still one of our biggest sellers mm-hmm. today so going forward from there was uh, our wholesaling partnerships uh, as as market conditions change and there become new stresses on the business you always have to be reactionary mm-hmm. so I didn't start off wholesaling into supermarkets but uh, we came up against a high cost of wheat for a while there. Um, butter was going crazy. And to cover our costs, I felt like we just needed to make more product mm-hmm. and get it out to the masses. Mm-hmm. So those that wholesaling aspect has been a huge thing. It's why we're still in business after you know mm-hmm. 21 years. Right. Uh, the other thing was when we started our sandwich operation. So we've kind of diversified out of just that that uh, specialty bread store into making more products and uh, other products to to reach more people mm-hmm. and and i think that's really kind of what you have to do to survive and mm-hmm. keep things moving forward sounds good um what advice would you give somebody wanting to uh, follow in the footsteps of your business uh, not necessarily the bread business but somebody who wants to start a uh, a new business in bismarck and mandan my first advice is what I tell my children, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, there's, there's a lot of challenges with yeah. small business ownership. Yeah. Um, but uh, seriously, uh, people who are entrepreneurs and, and driven to create, uh, there are so many rewards that come with doing a, a small business or seeing your dream become a reality. The biggest thing I've noticed is you really – you just need to persevere. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of things that happen. Life never goes as planned. Business mm-hmm. never goes as planned. Yeah. And you just got to slug through the tough times. So mm-hmm. it's a roller coaster and it's a microcosm of life. There's mm-hmm. ups and downs and it's pushing through those low points. Um, that really, uh, that fortitude, I think, that people need to be, to be entrepreneurs. Yeah. And um, yeah. that's that would be my biggest advice. Yeah. The other thing is, you know, 
try to do something you love because yeah. you're going to be doing a lot of it. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Yeah, good advice. Uh, where can people connect with you to learn more about what Bread Poets is and, and where they can find find your, your products? Yeah, I think most people uh, connect with us over Facebook. It's become such a huge medium for mm-hmm. uh, what we do and what a lot of small businesses do. The other place is just our old-fashioned uh, website, www.breadpoets.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see our menus there. You can kind of see a little bit more of what we do, but the best uh, place to to find us is at our brick and mortar location downtown Bismarck. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. John, just wanted to to really say thank you for taking the time out this morning. Uh, I know you're busy. You got a lot of things going on. We really appreciate your time and look forward to uh, seeing you in the future and and finding some more of those cinnamon logs out there. So. Oh, I appreciate it, Brad. I love this community. I love yeah. what I do. Just glad to be a part of it. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Thank you very much. You bet. Have a good day. Thanks for listening to this episode of the When It Matters podcast. Subscribe for new episodes and connect with us online at Kirkwood Bank & Trust on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And for more information or to speak with one of our financial experts, visit kirkwoodbank.com. Kirkwood Bank & Trust. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender.